Hello, hello, and welcome to Building Better Brands, the podcast that features local small businesses centered around the greater Detroit area. I'm your host, Amy Angel, and I'll be sitting down with these business owners to talk about their journeys and lessons learned, and even ask them for advice they may have for any of you who are also interested in becoming an entrepreneur. So sit back, enjoy, and spread the love by sharing this with your favorite small business. So hey, all y'all, welcome back to another episode of Building Better Brands. It's been a few weeks because we're enjoying the summer a little bit. So we are back with a special episode with the founder and owner of Space Lab in Detroit, Karen Burton. Hey, Karen. Hey, Amy. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Great. Thanks for having me. Oh, of course. I've been excited about this. Yes. Summer's great, and it's great to be back on campus. Yeah, yeah, y'all. We've got an alum in the house. Yay, go blue. Yeah, go blue. So, Karen, uh, remind us, what what did you study when you were here? I was in the architecture school, Taubman College of Architecture and Urban Planning. Yeah. So, yes, that was a great experience, a rough experience for me, uh, but it was... Oh, studio time, uh, spending nights, long nights in the studio working on projects, Um, but very, very Very rewarding. Yes, yes. I look back on it uh, with fondness. Yeah. So, yeah, Yeah. enjoying my time here. When you come out of um, this school, which I am not an alum, um, but just working here and working with my students, it's amazing to me the growth and the and and what the Michigan education does for everyone and I've got one right here Ethan he's a student and uh, and a TA and on my consulting team and he's gonna be you know just like you and everybody else so prepped yes Um, I think the biggest thing is that if I some have asked me what's the one thing you think a Michigan student um, really comes away with, and I would say great problem-solving skills. Yes. Do, yes, what do you no think? matter what your major is, mm-hmm. you know, uh, learning to navigate, first of all, the campus when you first get here, <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, learning where your classes are and what your classes are and learning learning how to engage the instructors uh-huh. and your TAs. Um, because in some such other schools, uh, you may get a little more help in that area. Uh-huh. I would say here in Michigan, you're on your own uh-huh. quite a bit, right. and you have to learn that skill. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, um, problem solving is huge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So tell everyone so a little bit about you. We know you went to school here and what you got your degree in, mm-hmm. but what have you done since then? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> or what do you want to talk so about? First of all, I want to say, you know, I always get my bearings when I'm around this area with the painted rock. Oh, right. And I looked at the rock today and I was like, that rock was like a third of the size when I was here. So oh. that tells you how long ago I was on campus. Um, but it's always fun to yeah, see that when I drive by. When yeah. I drive down Washington, I turn left on Hill. Yeah, I'm always wondering, what's it painted now? What's yeah, the message right, now? Right, it's huge now. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how they made it. I guess they just all that paint that's re- on there. <laughs> years and years of paint. And I've never caught any student painting. No, I no. think it happens so it must, at night. Right, right. I think Three it in the morning, late at night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
So what have I been doing? Um, so I'm from Flint originally. Yeah. So when I graduated uh, with my undergraduate degree in architecture, I moved back home. I wanted to make a difference in the city where I grew up. Uh, and I worked at a couple architecture firms in the city uh-huh. of Flint. Uh, and then I moved on. I wanted to come to the big city, Detroit, uh-huh. right? Uh, so I worked for General Motors for a little while. And then I decided I wanted to strike out on my own. Uh-huh start my own um, freelance architectural design business. Uh, I um, interviewed with several large architecture firms in the city, and the largest, Smith Group, was the first to hire me. Uh, They hired me as a contract uh, architectural designer and draftsperson. Uh, I got to work on some great projects in the city of Detroit and in Ann Arbor, Uh um, in Lansing. Uh, and I continued as a freelance architectural designer for, oh, wow, probably 12 years okay. until the uh, 2008 economic downturn. Right. Uh, I had been working on my MBA around that time, and I loved marketing. Yeah. So Good I started, marketing. right. So I uh, started offering marketing services for architecture and engineering firms who didn't have that in-house, smaller to medium-sized firms. Um, So I did that for quite some time. Social media was really um, coming on the Mm -hmm. scene, making a presence then, and I was great at social media at the time. (laughs) Uh, Things have changed so much recently. Um, But uh, I started doing social media, business development, and marketing for some firms. Um, And then in 2017, well, prior to 2017, Uh, Because I was freelancing, I did not like uh, always meeting my clients at coffee shops and libraries Mm -hmm. and things like that. Uh, And I talked with some of my colleagues, and they didn't like it either. Uh Um, So my husband and and I decided to open a shared office and co-working space in downtown Detroit. That's where everybody said they wanted to be, uh, with a heavy focus on the built environment profession. So many of our members at Space Lab Detroit our architects, real estate developers, contractors, people in that space. Uh, We really wanted to provide an office environment where smaller businesses and entrepreneurs could uh, feel comfortable bringing their clients, Mm -hmm. uh, could collaborate on projects together, Mm -hmm. and uh, work together to get a bigger piece of the real estate development pie, all of the development that's going on in downtown Detroit and elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I love your space. I've been down there, and it's beautiful. Thank you. So you, you, did you, you had the idea in 2017, or you formed in oh 2017? We formed in 2017. Okay. The idea actually came in the early 2000s before co-working was actually yeah. a thing. So I, I like was, people. I like to ask because people should know it takes a while between an idea and development. Right. Right. <laughs> and and to stick money, with it, money right. to build out a right. space. Right. So uh, I was sharing an office with an architect, and he and I, you know, talked about having other people in the space mm-hmm. that could help um, pay the rent for that space, mm-hmm. and we could work together on some projects. So um, I had the idea, never really pursued it um, until the city of Detroit started their Motor City Match program. Yeah, um, They were offering grants to... Um, small businesses to start and maintain businesses in the city, brick and mortar businesses. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, I applied three times. It shouldn't have taken three times, but uh, some of it some of it was user error when okay. applying. Um, but we got a grant uh, that helped pay for a little bit of the space, and uh, my husband took a buyout from his job around the same right. time, and and we decided to go for it. So. Yeah. So tell everybody a little bit about the space because it's, I mean, large. You have a lot of square footage and you have a, a little something for, you know, different um, for our different needs. Like mm-hmm. you mentioned, you know, great collaboration, great rental space if I'm an entrepreneur. But you also have a studio yourself. And right, so right. tell us where you are and a little bit more about your space. So we have 5,200. We started out with 5,200 of square feet, one entire floor of an office building in the financial district of downtown Detroit. Uh, we're not far from uh, what used to be Cobo Center. is now called Huntington Place the big convention center in the city. Um, And we started out offering uh, private offices, desk space, so flex desk space. So you come in, you just find a desk that's open and start working there. We have dedicated desks where people can uh, have a locking file cabinet where they can leave things overnight. Uh, All of those memberships get 24-7 access to the space. So whenever you want to come in and work, If you're working from home and you want to come in in the evening and meet people, you can do that. Um, And we also offer day passes. So Mm -hmm. if someone wants to just come in and work for the day, they can do that. Uh, We have two meeting rooms, one beautiful uh, glass meeting room. We call it the jewel box. Is that the one with the folding doors? Uh, no, no, that's not that one. Because I love Uh, that one with the the doors. The one with the doors that pivot. Yes, yes, Yes. pivoting doors. Okay, excuse me. Yes, so that's the crit room in the corner. We named that after um, the crits that architecture students have when they present their work. Oh, that's cute. Um, But the bigger one is the jewel box, and then we have the crit room. Um, So we have meeting space on demand. If someone wants Mm -hmm. to have a meeting, um and they don't have a spot where they can go, they can just call us and we can rent them the space. So they call to rent or they can mm-hmm. go online to rent or is it best to call? It's best to call. Okay. Right now we're, we're working on getting the online yeah. rentals that available. Yeah. Um, the following year in 2018, we took on half of the ninth floor of our building. Um, so we have offices up there. We have uh, We had a large open event space, but a new digital marketing company just moved in there. And um, during COVID, uh, some of our offices were vacant, so we decided a content creation studio would be great for the space. Uh-huh. Uh, we did get a grant for some of that from Design Core Detroit. They're wonderful. Um, so we put some microphones in there, mm-hmm. um, sound panels, uh, and created some DIY video and podcasting rooms. Yeah, those, that's your room with the, the, with the bright yellow chairs, with right? With the bright I yellow chairs, it's yeah. Like, it, to me, it looks just therapeutic. <laughs> yes, Yeah. yes. Actually, yeah, that would great look great space. with this blue background. It would, amazing <laughs> blue. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, well, you know, I'm excited maybe to do, a, a, you know, some podcast there. Yeah, we when would When my love budget, to have you. you know, can afford it a little bit more, because uh, I love the space what's the business district like now what are more and more small businesses coming into the district um so a lot of people are still working from home Mm -hmm. uh we see that in our space that's not as um active Mm -hmm. as it used to be Uh, but we still we have more members now than we used to um during the pandemic 
a lot of people wanted to either start new businesses Mm -hmm. or they wanted to build their side hustles. Right. So our virtual office business, meaning people who want a downtown business address, they want to have us handle their mail. They want to have a place where they can have the option to come Mm -hmm. and work. That grew over 500% during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. We started out with maybe 65 people who had mailboxes in our space. We now have over 700. Wow. Yeah, so that's that's more than 500%. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, during COVID, it grew 500%. So that's what, so we are I, really working right. now to try and engage, engage all of those members because, you know, people started their business, but mm-hmm. they don't know how to grow their business, mm-hmm. how to move forward. Um, they've told me that. So we want to engage them. And hopefully, maybe we can get them down here to U of M and get them engaged yeah, as well. Let's get them in some yeah, projects. Right. Get them, you know, there are a lot of resources here to yes. help small businesses, yes. which is the only client I really work with. I still just, and I guess I started about 15 years ago when I was teaching at Oakland Community College. And and that's when I discovered how much I loved working with small business mm-hmm. and how much my students loved it and just kept doing it. And that's all I do here. And um, I don't know, so much grit that you that you learn as a small business owner and that's enjoyable. And, and then to be able to help those who don't have the same resources, mm-hmm. time, money, people, or all the above. Right, right. And um, to encourage them, no, if you have a dream, you have this great idea, you can do it. Yeah. There is a way to do it. Exactly. Um, and get the help that you need. Right. So. And I would say you are great at it. You're great at oh, teaching you. your students how to do it, you know, working with you uh, on our new branding. Yes, and, and what, yeah. our social media was great. Have was you tried great. anything yet? Yes, we have. We rolled out our new logo. Okay. So this is our fifth year anniversary. Okay. So uh, I really, I probably would have preferred to roll it out, but I'm still a small business right. owner. Uh, it took a little while for us to do that, but it's perfect timing for us to roll out a new logo mm-hmm. uh, during our five-year anniversary, and people love it. Yeah, uh, oh, good. Even, even the person who designed our first logo, yeah. which which the new logo is based on, but she loves it, too. Yeah. She's a U of M alumni as oh, well. So, love it. Yeah, yeah, she was happy with it. Oh, that's yeah. great. Well, it's great that you're keeping the same folks involved mm-hmm. because a lot of times, you know, when we get when we're involved from the beginning, we fall in love with the brand and it's love. It's it's just nice to grow with right. with the brand. Right. And, and things change, mm-hmm. you know, as well, you grow know your that. business and throughout the years. And the students told me, you know, if you want to translate that logo to merchandise mm-hmm. uh even on our website the first logo didn't translate as well but mm-hmm. this new logo looks great so have um, you done any merch yet not yet yeah. we're working on yeah. it we're working okay. on it we're gonna get some yeah. though we're oh fine everybody yeah. always ex- gets excited for merch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i know i know that's why we got to do it <laughs> we got to do it so okay so you started this if I remember correctly, with your husband. Yes. Okay. So what part do you handle and what part does your husband handle? Because a lot so, of small businesses do that, right? Right. We depend right. on our family mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and our close friends. Right. So we complement each other very well. I'm the more creative side. I handle the social me- media. I handle customer relations or member relations. 
Uh, Bobby is more, um, he does the financials. Mm-hmm. Um, he does all of our financial well, reports. Well, he was in banking, right? He was in yes, banking. So, so he's, he's an accountant. Uh-huh. Uh, an honorary University of Michigan alumni. <laughs> okay. He loves Michigan. Yeah. Uh, and he has an IT background, so he does all of our IT. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, nice. So we, I didn't know he had the work. IT mm-hmm. background. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So I have a feeling you're up to other things in yes. your life. I mean, you're an entrepreneur. You're, you love giving back. You s- keep following this architecture type of, you know, right. uh, types of projects. So are you up to anything right now that's new? Oh, my goodness. It's so many things that, that I've had to put a stop to it. Um, so I have a project that I'm working on called Noir Design Party. Uh, we were Night Arts Challenge winners in 2016, and we are highlighting the work of black architects in Detroit. Mm. So uh, my partner in that is Sandra Little. Um, she is an architect, um, a fellow with the American Institute of Architects, and she and I, one day, were, you know, pe- we often heard people say we don't know any, they didn't know any black architects in Detroit. So we said we need to do something about yeah. that. Uh, we are interviewing uh, architects and architectural designers uh, for a book that we are writing and a new podcast series that we're starting. Holy cow, Karen so, Burton. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. And uh, the other thing is, another thing is a Women's Sustainable Development Initiative, which is a new nonprofit I started with for other women in the commercial real estate space. Uh, we are working to give access to women who want to be real estate developers, emerging women real estate developers, so that they can get education on development. We're building on um, the education that already exists in mm-hmm. that ecosystem in Detroit. Uh, and we're working to give them access to funds uh, and networking opportunities to present their projects to people who can help them get shovels in the ground and get their okay. projects built. Awesome. Yeah. So I want to go back to the uh, you mentioning um, black architects. When you were here at Michigan, were there very many in your class? Uh, I think we had a class of 100 and there were four of us four. in the okay. class. Yeah. So is part of your mission, too, or vision to encourage more young black females um, and males mm-hmm. to go into this, uh, to, to, to attend Taubman? Yes, know, to place attend it. Taubman, uh, to pursue careers in architecture, or as I like to say, career, careers that are architecture adjacent. Uh-huh. I'm not a lar- licensed architect. Um, but I love the time that I spent in architecture. I recently got back into architectural design and project management. Um, but I also know that, you know, having a straight career path in architecture is not for everybody, Mm -hmm. but you can use those skills. Like you said, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, students here at the University of Michigan have those problem solving skills. Uh, architects are the first design thinkers mm-hmm. um, so they can use those skills in other areas so there are things like um, working for uh, in urban planning working for city government in mm-hmm. planning and uh, landscape architecture there mm-hmm. are lots of other things that architects can do with their skills so what can we do for the young kid in high school to educate them more about this type of career whether it's in architecture or 
um, adjacent to Mm -hmm. what I mean have you given that thought where we can inform them a little bit more about their opportunities yeah I think it's all about exposure Mm -hmm. Um, I had an uncle who was an architect when I was a kid I decided I wanted to be an architect when I was in the fourth grade and was Um, it because of him it was not because of him, uh-huh. you know. Um, my parents opened up lots of doors for my brother and I. Uh, one thing my dad would do, and probably really weren't supposed to do this, we would walk through the houses that were under construction in our neighborhood. Oh wow! And I love doing that. Love seeing the the all houses the being built. Yeah. Yes, the bones the and bu- the joists oh, and the, yeah. all of that. Um, but you know, they knew that I had an ar- architect as an uncle. Uh, I love to draw. I was good at math. So they kind of pointed me in that direction. So I think exposure is important. Letting kids know that there are people who look like them. Yeah. Who um, are architects, Mm -hmm. are designers, and that uh, students can shape their communities. Mm -hmm. They they should know that they can have a, a hand in you know, designing where they live. Yeah, no, I love that. I just had a random thought when you're talking about the bones of a house. Just yesterday, I discovered Rucker's Reno. Darius Rucker. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. Do you, are you, do you yeah, listen no. to? Oh, I yeah, love him. He's one of my favorite country mm-hmm. music stars. That's what I want to be when I grow up. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We've so, got to go do some right, karaoke. Right. Oh, Didn't yeah. we well, mention I, that before? No. Can we talk about karaoke? I love karaoke, but I sing awful. <laughs> That's okay. And I don't dance much better. That's but why anyways, there's but karaoke. You know what? But I, I do it anyway because I love it. Right. But I saw, so it's called Rucker's Reno, and he, I wonder how many millions he's spending. But anyway, he's refurbishing a, a, um, Victorian home in Charleston, South Carolina, oh, which wow. is his hometown, and they they're taking uh, the audience all through the renova- reno- renovations. Where and, is it? Where can I see that? Um, I, I guess it's probably my husband had it playing, but it's probably HGTV. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. So look it up. I will um, look Rutgers it up. Reno, yeah, and great. I didn't plan on putting a plug in for that, but anyway, <laughs> but you know, you never know where conversation <laughs> right, takes you. Right. It's just interesting because they show you they tr- they're trying to maintain the integrity of the mm-hmm. home, which mm-hmm. is so cool. Yeah. And uh, so. So being, I, you know, I think a lot of people can learn from you, Karen. I mean, you have a great education. You've got great experience. What would you tell the young person or the middle-aged person, for that mm-hmm. matter, who mm-hmm. wants to start their own business? I mean, small business, I've always said, is the backbone of our economy. Mm-hmm. We want to encourage more and more. But it's tough. Right. We have to be patient, mm, and you know we've <laughs> got to learn how to write grants. And mm-hmm. so, but what would you suggest? I would suggest talking to other entrepreneurs, other small business owners, to uh, get their experience. Where do you find them? Like, are you part of groups? So or? I am. I joined several organizations. So I'm a member of National Association of Black Women in Construction, mm-hmm. full of uh, women who have started their own construction businesses. Um, member of a, a lot of other organizations, um, chambers of commerce, mm-hmm. which sometimes, you know, those can be really big mm-hmm. uh, and you have to navigate your way through that. Um, but there are a lot of smaller, small business associations that you can join as well. And uh, when you say join, do you mean like Facebook groups? And You could join Facebook groups um, now that people are meeting in person mm-hmm. and port, uh, networking is so important. You're getting right. out to meet people, let them know what your business is and listening mm-hmm. to what their business is so you can hear what their needs mm-hmm. are. 
uh, is so important. So uh, networking with people. Facebook groups are great, but you want to take that online networking offline and meet people in right, person as well. Right, get a good combination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, being face-to-face and just watching body language, and you said oh, yeah. it, listening. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why God gave us two ears right. and one mouth. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. I say so, when somebody talks way too much, uh, <sighs> something is up. Right, right. <laughs> I'm a little... Skeptical. Right, it's a little fishy. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, that's good advice. Yeah. So, yeah, well, where important. can everyone find you? You can find us uh, spacelabdetroit.com, uh, Space Lab Detroit on all social media. Uh, check me out. Uh, my Instagram is Karen Davis Burton, and find me on LinkedIn at Karen A. D. Burton. Okay. okay. I. Don't think I am connected with you personally on Instagram. Now will be. We will be. Uh, yeah, because yes. I thought I, I think I just follow Space Lab. Okay. Um, and okay, so. Yeah, and that will connect you with all the other things yeah. that I'm, I'm doing right now. Well, congratulations <laughs> for and happy anniversary, fifth Thank year. Thank you. Thank and you. And you're doing amazing things in Detroit. And um, it's all, you know, at, at my point in life, and I can't give back as much as I want to. But I'm always trying to do more, and um, and when I quit working less, I mean, I, I mean, I think a, a a life of volunteering and giving back mm-hmm. is there's nothing more meaningful. Well, well, I say what you're doing right now with the students is great, and the way that you're working with DNAP, uh, the Detroit oh, Neighborhood yeah. Entrepreneurship Program. Uh, is fantastic. You uh, are giving back that way, oh, so we appreciate thanks, Karen. that. Thanks. Well, we'll have to get you in on a project for a couple of these other new ventures oh, you're, you're working yeah, on. See yes. what we can do to help. All right. Great. Well, thanks Thank for you. being here. Thank you. This was great. Yeah. Yeah. So, everyone, this is Karen Burton at Space Lab in Detroit. Check out the space in the business district. You know, go online, check them out there, but go downtown and see the beautiful space and spread the word to have other people enjoy her collaborative space as well. Take care, everyone. Bye, Karen. So that's another wrap of Building Better Brands with Amy Angel. If you enjoyed this conversation, make sure to follow us on Spotify and social media at at Amy Angel MKT. That's at Amy Angel with two L's MKT, which is short for marketing. See y'all next time. And don't forget to shop small and local.